welcome to Dream, Plan, Start, Grow, where today's entrepreneurs like you and me find success and overcome struggles to create the business of our dreams. Our motto is focus your dream to plan the future, start building your strategy to create step-by-step growth. My name is Allison Turner, and I'm the host for this podcast. When I first came up with this podcast idea, I was going to call this Tips for the Everyday Entrepreneur because it really is about everyday tips, tools, and strategies that can assist you and me in whatever business we are in. It is about how we as entrepreneurs create a mindset where we can say yes to success. But what I've found is business ideas are dreamed, brought to creation, and many then fade. Some businesses of yesterday don't exist, but we are the businesses of today. Did you know about two-thirds of businesses with employees survive at least two years and about half survive at least five years? Let me say this the other way. That means 20% fail in their first year and about 50% of small businesses fail in their fifth year. Now, this, these stats are the United States. They're coming from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, but those are staggering numbers. But there are a ton of businesses started, and many of them don't make that fifth year. But why do some survive and some fail? It is, it, is it their business plan? Is it the ability to adapt in changing times? Is it that the owner has, doesn't have a solid belief in what they're doing? I think most would agree that today's entrepreneur is encountering even greater challenges. Today, in much of the United States, we are either just starting to reopen the country or some places, like where I live, we are pretty much still locked down. This certainly won't go on forever, but it is those who are able to think outside the box, adapt, pivot, while still keeping the course in their business, it's those companies that will be able to sustain this. This goes for any situation. Obviously, we're in a more extreme scenario right now, but think of other roadblocks you've hit in your business. Think of other issues you've hit. Has it been an economic downturn? Has your industry been hit with something? Has where you live been hit with something? Just a few examples that I've seen in my area is, for example, restaurants have had to adapt since most have been shut down, and this is in the entire United States, at least six weeks or longer. So many have been able to do takeout, and some are starting to reopen for business, but in the process of reopening, they're reopening at a reduced capacity. I was just reading about the state of Indiana, and when they start to reopen the restaurants, it's going to be at 25% capacity. So can a restaurant actually survive at 25% capacity? Is that possible? Think of their overhead. They have rent. They have a chef they're paying. They have administrative costs. They have a wait staff. Can they survive at 25% capacity? In South Florida, we've had an incredible community get behind the restaurants, largely due to two people who started something called the Socially Distanced Supper Club. This was a Facebook group meant to provide restaurants an outlet to provide takeout meals. 
Now, while restaurants could still do their own thing, this has become a specialized group allowing restaurants to really get more marketing time, more face time. And what's come out of it is that many who never knew some of these restaurants existed now have been introduced to them. What better opportunity is this? So while it's not providing the full income a restaurant needs to survive long term, it is providing them an opportunity to survive in the short term, thrive in the short term, and keep moving forward as we get to reopening. The next industry I wanted to talk about is a general contractor. You know, if you're a general contractor, many of your jobs have been halted because if you were inside a building or a house with people, most of the time people aren't going to want you in there. But I was talking to some general contractors in the area, and many have been able to sustain with limited layoffs because they were able to switch their order of business, meaning that they had jobs in queue, like outdoor jobs or building a new house where no one was around. And they've been able to continue that path while they put their indoor jobs on hold until some of this get, we get past this and get to the new normal and what that looks like. Hairstylists are another industry that have really been hit hard. You know, salons have been shut down. We don't really know in my area when they might reopen. I know they've reopened in some states so far. You know, but Everyone is close encounters, so you can't social distance in a salon. So we really don't know in the short term how this is going to play out. But what I have talked to some stylists about and some salon owners is they've been able to keep some of their clientele happy and engaged by still mixing their color formula and hand delivering it. So that way, their clients are happy and what do you think that's going to do in the long run? It's going to get these people back in the door as soon as they're able. And it's also going to be a great opportunity for them to refer this stylist or this salon. And the last industry I want to discuss is IT. As an IT specialist, when you first meet a client, you typically go to the office you may install a server, a cloud server, a phone system. You may network computers. There's many things that may have to happen initially, but after that, you're able to remote in. But the IT specialists I've talked to have been able to capitalize by so many companies going to a work-from-home scenario because now, all of a sudden, you need home stations set up. You can't just say, hey, go use, use your computer at home and, you know, use your regular phone or your cell phone and that's it. So a lot of times IT specialists have been able to remote in and make it so the, the setting at home is secure, make it so this can happen. So they've been able to adapt and shift their job in order to stay in business and create new customers. These are just a few examples of how some companies have adapted, pivoted, created new services, and built new revenue streams. And this doesn't mean they haven't lost revenue, but it does mean that they have made the best of a bad situation. 
So a lot of the ability to adapt is hinged in the culture of the company or the mindset of the owner or owners. I've seen some business owners get hit with this and just stop. They've shut their doors and they're simply waiting for things to reopen. They have no revenue streams coming in. They're living on savings. They may have applied for some of the government opportunities and maybe they didn't. But why wait around? Why not take this COVID-19 pandemic and make even more opportunities for your business? Maybe you don't realize those opportunities right now, but maybe you do realize them down the road. And that could be six months down the road, a year down the road. You really don't know. But since the shutdown, I personally have gone through different emotions and different beliefs. At first, I did experience some panic. So while my main business, which brings in much of the income, is online marketing and some consulting, and we could certainly still operate virtually, but many of my clients and potential clients have been hurt by this, which in turn means they aren't spending the same dollars on marketing or new websites. So proposals that we had out aren't being agreed to yet because the economy was just too uncertain. So once I got over the initial shock, I looked at the various opportunities. So I looked at some of the, you know, our United States government has put out various SBA loans, um, PPPP loans, you know, so I've applied to most of them and I've, I've received some of those for the company. And I still, you know, we still have a solid base of clients, but you know, we've been networking less And so that's allowed me some free time, which I've used to do more blogging on our two websites. And now while I have copywriters, I actually like to blog and I actually like to write. And I find it um, entertaining. And I also want it from my viewpoint because it is my company. I want it coming from my, you know, my mouth and my, you know, my belief and my research. I've been able to create a podcast I've been able to work on our own online marketing, which always gets pushed to the back burner because my clients always come first. So I've seen this time as a great opportunity for growth and expansion. Now, do doubts creep in? Absolutely. I wouldn't be human if doubts didn't creep in. We honestly don't know what the economy is going to look like in a month, three months, six months. Do I believe we will get through this even better than before? Absolutely, yes. And that's really what today's entrepreneur must do. He or she must believe. They must have a mindset of, yes, I will make it happen, or we will make it happen. So what will you do this week to contribute to your business's growth? Or start a new business if you don't own a business and you've always wanted to start one or add a new service? How will you ensure that you have that belief, that yes, that your business will not only survive, but thrive during this time? Cheers to all of today's entrepreneurs. Let's make it happen this week. I wish you a great day until we connect again.